Well, hey, Velocity, I'm so glad you're joining us today online for a special series of messages we're calling Life is Better with Friends. And I couldn't think of a better way to do this series than to have my good friend with you, Pastor Adam Magania, and model this for you. Man, I'm so glad to have you with us today. I'm glad to be here, Justin. Yeah, man. Uh, I want to introduce him to you just a little bit. If you don't know Pastor Adam, he leads a great church called Active Church in San Luis Obispo. And uh, you guys have been going three years? Yeah, three years. We launched uh, in 2017 through the yeah. ARC. And uh, yeah, it's been a crazy season for sure in California, but man, God is still moving. So, man, I, yeah. I can't even imagine like planting a church. You guys have had a phenomenal launch, but then COVID hits yeah. and you're trying to, it takes a long time to build culture and all of that, but you guys have just done amazing through it, leading well and reaching people still and yeah, yeah. in California. Yeah, it yeah. helps to have friends like Pastor Justin yeah. and Marissa to lean into. My wife, mm -hmm. Stacy and I, uh, so you know, um, I love your pastor. He's, a, he's an amazing friend. He's an awesome dude and someone that I really look to when I have uh, a challenge. I call him and he's always yeah. there to pick up the phone. So, yeah. man, I love you, bro. Thank I'm you. grateful for you. Thank you. Well, yeah. I'm so glad to have you here. And I want to get into our message today. We're talking about friendship. And I'm going to give it mostly to Pastor Adam, let you take the floor. But I want to talk a little bit about friendship. And I know how much you've invested in my life and uh, just through our conversations. Yeah. We actually met through uh, another good friend and pastor in my life, Pastor Randy Bazette, who's of course spoken for us. And um, just why don't you tell us a little bit about why friends matter and why we need friends? Yeah, I think, you know, when I think about friendship, there's a few things that, you know, I look at the Bible. The Bible's full mm -hmm. of wisdom when it comes yeah. to friendship. And um, I think we kind of grow up and we kind of just, friendship is something that happens naturally, whether you play on the same sports team or you're like in the class and you yeah. start, you know, you find your friends. But I think what happens as we get older, we kind of, we stop being around environments that lend themselves to friends. Yeah. And we have coworkers and we have uh, maybe, you know, our kids play together, so yeah. we hang out a little bit. Uh, but, but really, uh, you see throughout Scripture that um, God takes friendship really seriously. Yeah. And out of all the different types of relationships we have, whether it's our wives, our spouse, uh, our kids, those are very natural. Uh, we have yeah. an inclination to, to lean in towards them. Yeah. But when we think about friendship as it relates to just a, a, a friend, someone that yeah. you're just going to connect with, you're going to invest in, what we find is that our culture does not really help us mm. set that up to win. It's actually, it, oftentimes, it's the last thing that we're investing yeah. in, but God talks about it in the Word a lot. So, uh, so the question is, why do we need friends? I want to read to you out of the Bible, uh, Proverbs 18, 24, it says this. Solomon, the wisest guy to ever walk the face of the earth, other than Jesus, says, one who has unreliable friends soon comes to ruin, but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. So it's this idea that, man, Sometimes, like, how many of you have that friend, or how many of you guys have a family member that you're like, I don't want to hang out with you very much. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, if I'm going to go out and have a coffee, I might, I, I, you might not be the first person I text to hang out with. And what he's saying in a very, very, very family-centric culture, mm -hmm. this Hebrew kind of culture, he's saying that a friend, Justin, can actually be better than a brother. Wow. Which yeah. is a profound statement. And so I kind of want to talk about that a little bit. This idea of why we need friends kind of comes back to this idea of 
It's how we were created. Mm -hmm. We see in Genesis the triune God, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. God was always in community. He was always yeah. in community with himself. And he created you and I to be in the image of God, and he created us for community. And I feel like a lot of times what happens is when we feel isolated from the people that God's called us to be in relationship with, we start seeing a breakdown in our peace. Yeah. Um, the spirit, the fruit of the Spirit tends to maybe wane a little bit. Yeah. And I think God's created a friend for, the Bible says, for adversity. How yeah. many you know 2020? I mean, what did we do when we yeah. were going through 2020? We called friends. Yeah. And I really believe that God wants us to lean into friendship even in this season. I just think about, and I don't want to take you off track where you're at, but like during COVID season, it's been so easy to isolate. Yeah. And it's been so easy to yeah. like, I mean, family's great. And sometimes, you know, thank God for family. If you're married or you got kids, you've got people around you. And I'm thankful for technology. We're coming to you with technology right now. But it's been really easy to isolate. I think about in Proverbs, I don't know if you're going here or not, but it says, a person who isolates themselves mm. rages against all sound judgment. Yeah, yeah. And it just speaks to that fact that God puts relationships in our life. He yes. puts friendships in our life. There's some things that we can only accomplish, some things that we can only experience in the context of community. 100%, 100%. But I, I think what happens is because we isolate and we have maybe we have, we have had friendships in the yeah. past that kind of didn't go the way they wanted to go. Maybe you've been burned or, yeah. you know, someone, you know, broke trust. I think we fail to realize that, man, it takes intentionality mm -hmm. to really build those relationships. And if we don't have those friendships on the front end, man, when we go through tough times, yeah. we realize, oh, wow, I'm actually, there's a deficit in my life because I don't have anyone that I've been pouring into yeah. or investing. And that's why groups are so important. Yeah. It is literally your relational insurance so that if and when something, not if, right? Yeah, right. If we know anything, one of three things will happen. You're going to either have a financial thing that's going to happen to mm -hmm. your life, a health crisis, or a relational crisis where yeah. something's going to happen and you're going to need people that you can call on and right. say, hey, I need you to pray for me. Yeah. Pray for my wife and I. Pray for our kids. And I mm -hmm. believe that's where really making friends a priority is so important. Yeah, so what are some of the ways that we fail to make friends? I think what happens is we're, we're kind of looking for, um, you know, friendship often happens with qual quantity of time. Yeah. And all of a sudden we realize, oh, okay, yeah. you're my friend. Okay, we, we see the world the same way. I think what we fail to realize, Justin, mm -hmm. is that friendship cannot be just created. Mm -hmm. It has to be discovered. Yeah, so good. Um, the Bible talks about, in Proverbs, it talks about um, this idea of, of, you know, this friendship, it's, it's, it's sweeter than honey. Yeah. And in the old world, you, didn't, you couldn't just make things sweet. Right. You, there was no way to throw some sugar, throw some stevia for you keto people. Like, you couldn't just, like, yeah. make a dish sweet. You had to discover a sweetness. It had to be discovered. You had to find it. And friendship is similar, that you have to find friendship. I love how so good. In, it's, 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 like, yeah. it's like the moment you think about it, you start realizing, oh yeah, the greatest friends I have yeah. were not because I'm like, I want to be friends with you. Yeah. That's, that yeah. could be actually right. a little like, don't, nothing wrong with intentionally pursuing yeah. people. Yeah. I love how in Tim Keller's, uh, he did a sermon and he talked, he paraphrased Ralph Waldo Emerson's quote and he said this, 
friendship does not ask, do you love me? So much as, do you see the same truth? Yeah. In other words, like, do you see the world the same way that I do? And the tension there, of course, is we cannot go out and pursue that. That has to be discovered. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know who said it, but I remember um, hearing this. I thought it was so great. It said that friendships are made with the word you too. And that's what it talks about. Like, yeah. Discovering. It's like, oh, you too? Yeah. Oh, you like that too? I didn't know you were into cars too or you're a pastor too or whatever it is. Like, that's, what, that's kind of what you're talking about with friendships being discovered. It's like, man, oh, you, you see the, the world that way too or you have a passion for that thing too. Absolutely. And I, and I think that's why sometimes we, we especially with social media, yeah. right? We kind of have this world where we're kind of comparing ourselves if, we don't, if we're not careful, right? Yeah. And what is comparison? Comparison is the thief of joy. Mm-hmm. We look at everyone's life on Facebook or Instagram and I think that sometimes puts up a wall because if we can't, I cannot, if I'm not championing my friend, yeah. if I'm not for you, yeah. then I can't actually celebrate you. And what happens is I can't see, it's no longer do I get to the place where I can go, oh, you too? Yeah. I thought I was the only one. Right. Because I'm yeah. comparing myself to your highlight yeah. reel. And I think sometimes instead of looking at friendship as an as, as a end in itself, we actually look at friends sometimes as a means to an end. Man, that is so good. It, it's not what I, it, oft, it can become, if we're not careful, especially if you're a professional in the marketplace or, or maybe there's things that you're, you have some goals, we can accidentally look at friendship as not what can I give to you, mm-hmm. what, can I, what, can I, what, what can I do for you. We can actually look at friendship sometimes as what can I get from you. Yeah, wow. Yeah, so... I, I kind of want to just chat a little bit on this yeah. subject if I could. Yeah, like I'm just thinking the times that I've, sometimes even the motive can be pure, but like you're in the back of your mind, it's like, uh, can this person help me? Is there a connection here? Yeah. Versus just like, man, how can I even serve in this relationship? Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly, exactly. Yeah, so I, I think we we ought to look at people as, Man, this is, especially if you have a friend, if you have a good friend, um, you want to serve them. But mm-hmm. I think sometimes in this culture, we can, especially, you know, we're in full-time ministry. I think everybody looks at us sometimes and goes, well, that's my friend. And I'm going, I love everybody. Um, but man, I have some people that I've invested in over yeah. the years yeah. that um, I don't know if I can have more than like five really close friends that I'm right. going to tell everything to. Yeah. And it's, I think sometimes what happens is, uh, we can look at friendship as a yeah. means to an end, and God's saying, no, that, these are the people that I need you to invest in yeah. so that there'll be some r- relational equity, and when those adversity comes or when yeah. good things come, you can celebrate one another. I was just thinking about, um, like, the other side of that. I said friendships are made with the words you two, but in terms of, like, how they pour back into us, sometimes it's with the words me too. Yeah, like, yeah. Man, that's happened to you? Man, me too. I've been there. Yes. Um, when you, and even just the thinking like the reason there's a friendship is because they can relate yeah. to what you're going through. Yeah. So uh, just that's kind of got me on the thought of what is it then that makes a good friend if we're thinking about, okay, why we need friendships. We can't just do life alone. We weren't made to do life alone. Sure. Um, some of the ways that we fail to make friendships because we go into it with self-serving or we go into it thinking 
this is gonna connect me to whatever thing I'm after. Yeah. And even if it's like, I'm lonely, you know, I'm just, I'm trying to fill something yeah, in yeah. me. Um, what, are, what are the things that, that make a good friend? I think it's four things. Uh, they all start with C, because I'm a pastor, yes. and so it's alliterated. But um, I really do believe this is true. The first is constancy. What a friend is, is you need someone in your life, mm -hmm. there needs to be time spent. Doesn't so mean good. you need to have every single, you're not like BFFs texting. I'm, I'm a dad yeah. as well. I have yeah. my wife, my kids, I lead a, we lead a church, it's growing. So we all have responsibility, mm -hmm. but you have to make margin mm -hmm. and have constancy. What you're really looking for is mm -hmm. companionship, right? Yeah. Uh, I think, I love this, I love this quote from Henry Nguyen. He says, when we honestly ask ourselves which person in our lives means the most to us, we often find that it's those who, instead of giving advice all the time, giving solutions yeah. or cures, they've chosen rather to share our pain, touch our wounds with a warm and tender hand and say, you know what, me too, bro. Wow. I know yeah. what it's like, I know what you're going yeah. through. So quality time comes with quantity of time. You gotta find ways mm -hmm. to invest in that relationship. Mm -hmm. I think that's the first thing. And honestly, some friends, what I've, you probably noticed this too, sometimes when things aren't going great, yeah. You're not getting the call. You're not getting the, the text. Mm -hmm. It's some friends are fair weather friends. Yeah. And you realize yeah. afterwards, oh, that person was in my life for a season. And when it got tough, you realize the people yeah. that reached out to me in that season, man, a friend loves at all times, the Bible says. Yeah. And a brother is born for adversity. It's in the seasons where you feel like, man, where where are those people? You realize, man. I need some I need some companionship yeah. right now. Well, and sometimes too, like I think of the world we live in today where most of our relationships are formed out of well, I work with this person yeah. or um, you know, I I'm at the basketball game and like we stand next to each other. Like a lot of our relationships are formed out of proximity. Sure. And so we think that we mistake that for friendship yeah. instead of actually having being invested in the relationship. Yeah, and it's it's kind of like a, I don't know, like, I don't know about you, but like growing up, I feel like friendship, yeah, it happened a little more naturally. Yeah. And now, because you have only so much time to invest, yeah. you have to really be disciplined and to almost commit yourself to saying, I'm gonna choose to make yeah. margin for these people and I'm gonna find the people that I can really pour into, not yeah. just the people that, that are relationally available, mm -hmm because you work with them, yeah. but people that you actually go, you see the world the same way I do, right? and man, that's, that's a common bond. Yeah. We should hang out more. Yeah. 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 And again, I just wanna encourage, because I know some of you, the reason you're watching this online is because of COVID. And so it's hard for you to get out. It's hard for you to um, get in those spaces where maybe you would normally make a friend. That's why we're doing this, because we have groups that meet online. Yeah. And I know it can be a little bit nerve wracking to wanna put yourself out there and hop on a Zoom call and maybe even where you're at in life, you're Zoomed out. But I wanna encourage you, it matters that you get people in your life who can help you walk with God, who can help you follow Jesus, who can encourage you, who can strengthen you. And I wonder if maybe you just look back, like Pastor Adam said, maybe you've gone through some rough patches and you haven't had some people yeah. who've picked up the phone and said, man, how's it going? That's what we're trying to help you with today yeah. because life is better 
with friends. Anyways, keep going. No, oh, it's so good. I, I, Pastor Justin, you bring up a good point. Um, I've always heard if you want to find a good friend, start being a good friend. Yeah, it's great. And I think that's something that you model really well. Uh, you, you think about, hey, man, how's Adam doing? And all of a sudden, I get a text from Pastor Justin. And it's just, I think that in itself is just uh, a very practical way to make sure that maybe we're, you know, we're, yeah. a few states away, yeah. but we still have that relational equity because we're th he's thinking about, yeah. how can I pour into my buddy? And yeah. I, I really appreciate that. I think the second thing is, is also candor. It's not a word we use a lot, candor. Yeah. You probably, you might be Googling, what's candor mean right now? Um, it just means you just tell people the truth when, when you have that relationship. And I know from, like the more I, the older I get, mm -hmm. I used to have friends call me out all the time. Yeah. Like, you know, in high school, like, bro, don't, you know, you can't have, get away with anything. Yeah, you can't get away with yeah. anything. You say something yeah. dumb and your friend's going to call you out. You wear you, something stupid. You wear something, like, bro, yeah. you can't, you know. And 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 as you get older, yeah. I think what happens is we still think those thoughts yeah. when we're hanging out with our friends, <laughs> but we just filter it because we want to be We text careful. somebody about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, we'll tell you all the time. <laughs> After they leave, we're like, did yeah. you hear? No. But here's the reality. I, I love this quote. I'm going to yeah. throw a few quotes at you guys Do if it. that's cool. Oscar yeah. Wilde said this. True friends stab you in the front. Come on. Yeah. What is that saying? He's saying, hey, if you're going to be friends with yeah. someone and you care about them, you're going to let them know, yeah. like, hey, dude, you got something in your teeth right yeah. there. Yeah. Hey, you're, I see what's going on, man. Yeah. And, dude, I love you, but I got to just tell you this, man. Yeah. I don't know if this is a good idea. And the more that you, more friends, I'm telling mm -hmm. you, if you want to have a bunch of acquaintances, right. tell people what they want to hear. But if you want to have some like ride or die inner circle, That's keep so it good. 100 people, yeah. then you need to do what Jesus did. And he let people in, but he told them the truth. Yeah. He spoke with grace is what drew people to the Father through him. And he drew people to Jesus because he spoke with authority. Yeah. But he always told people the truth. Yeah. Always. In John 15, he says this. He gets everyone together. He goes, hey, guys, I no longer call you servants because a servant doesn't know what his master's mm. business is. Instead, I've actually called you friends yeah. for everything that I learned from my father, I have made known to you. I love what Proverbs 27 says. An open rebuke is better than hidden love. Wounds mm. from a sincere friend are better than many kisses yeah. from an enemy. I think about, and it might be a different translation verse that says, faithful are the wounds of a friend. And I just think about that, that word faithful is, that's not one time. Right. You know, that's yeah. like you have somebody who is consistently in your life. Yes. And they're looking out for your best interest. And it's not always easy to hear. But I just think about somebody, that's one of the ways you can measure love is, mm. does that person love you enough to tell you, what they really think. Yes. And, and even just making sure that goes back to say, you know, sometimes I think there's another side to what we're saying. If we're just looking for people who agree with us, like that's not a friend. Right. If we're just looking for an echo chamber, that's not a friend. We need to make sure we've got the right voices in our life. Uh, I could not agree more, Pastor. And one of the things I feel like we, we've done really well um, within our small group, uh, my wife and I, we lead a small group. We meet every other Friday, and then we do like one date night a month. We kind of yeah. hang out. It's been great. Um, but honestly, I feel like we've 
really started to create a, it wasn't like that at first. The first time we met, mm -hmm. the first night, it's a little bit like small talk, yeah. chips and dip, a little awkward. Yeah. Um, tell me your story, mm -hmm. you know, and it, over time, we've gotten to this place where we can go, I don't believe you. I think, I don't know about that. And we right. can call out, not necessarily call him out, but say, hey, what, unpack that. Right. And I feel like the, the areas I've grown the yeah. most or when I've had people sincerely ask yeah. me the hard questions, yeah. and I felt honest, I felt close enough to them to where I knew that they were for me, and I could actually open up and talk about real stuff. Yeah, that's, yeah. No, that's so good. Yeah, the next C is counsel. You need friends. A great friend will give you wise counsel. Mm -hmm. We kind of talked about this already. Uh, the Bible says in Proverbs 27, 9, it says, the heartfelt counsel of a friend is as sweet as perfume and incense. Mm. There is a, uh, there's something about having a real friend that won't just, you know, say, oh yeah, just kind of let you go yeah. in the what direction you want to go in, but they really do allow you to be in a place where they're going to be vulnerable with you. You can be vulnerable with them. The Bible says iron sharpens iron. So does a friend to one another. So yeah. I just feel like so many of us need someone. The Bible literally calls yeah. the Holy Spirit, the counselor. Yeah. The Greek word is parakletos. It means yeah. that it's someone that can advocate for yeah. you on your behalf in a legal sense. I need counsel in my life because if I'm going to make a big decision, I don't want to just run ahead and, and just start yeah. making choices about things that could potentially impact a lot of people, yeah. my wife, my kids. I need counsel, and you need that too in your yeah, life. And if great. you don't build that margin in... It kind of feels like you're just making decisions on the fly yeah. with really no counsel. Well, I want to talk a little bit about that verse, iron sharpens iron. Yeah. Because the way that happens is through friction. That's and good. sometimes the moment there's a little bit of friction in the relationship, could be in the marriage, could be in a coworker situation, could be in a boss employee situation, the moment there's a little bit of friction, they think, oh, I don't know, like this person's just not making me feel good all the time, or this isn't comfortable mm. anymore. And I just want to encourage you, God uses that yeah. to help us get better. And sometimes it's those uncomfortable conversations that come from counsel. Sometimes it's, and it, it goes both ways, right? Yeah. Like definitely in our relationship, being around you has made me better. It's, you've given me creative ideas. You've inspired me. Your story's been encouraging to me. And so just being in proximity yeah. and listening to you talk, and sometimes I'm like, man, how is it, how is it? Adam's doing that. I heard you say something. It's like, man, I'm going to have to like check my heart yeah, on that. Yeah. But sometimes that friction, I just want to encourage you, God uses that to develop you. Uh, that's so good. Yeah, I think, yeah, I like that idea because I think in our culture, we, we have a, such a cancel culture, yeah. it feels like, and everyone's kind of easy to get offended. And I think you have to have thick skin and, and a soft heart. Amen. And yeah. I think if it goes, if, it, if you get thin skin and a hard heart, um, it's hard to grow. It's hard to become the yeah. person that God wants you to become. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the last is, uh, is this, is consideration. I think a lot of times we, we, we fail to remember that our yeah. words carry a lot of weight yeah. in people's lives. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I've said, uh, give me like an emoji, thumbs up. If you've ever said something you regretted, like yeah. you weren't considerate and afterwards you had to go, Man. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Like, I, I, I'm so sorry. I didn't realize... Yeah that I said that. And I think with our words, I think I learned this in marriage, is that um, we have to be very considerate on when we have a valuable friendship, 
because I know yeah. that once those words are spoken, if not laced with grace and yeah. love, I can actually tear down what yeah. God is trying to build yeah. through that friendship. I think even just in the relationships in my life, sometimes it's easy to get in the mode of um, making requests of people, but you know, part of our, like, our job as pastors and leaders, like, there's a lot of stuff we're trying to get done. Yes. And sometimes I'm just remembering, like, did I ask for that? Did I say please? Right. Did I tell that person thank you? Right. <laughs> like, those are little things. But, man, that makes such a big difference in relationships than when we just, we go into it and it almost comes across as being entitled to something. And that, yeah. can, that can destroy a relationship. Oh, it can, totally. And yeah. I, honestly, I think even, like, you know, knowing about yourself and knowing yeah. other people. When I understand, you know, you guys probably follow the Enneagram. Maybe some of you heard it. You're like, what is that? Yeah. Google it. It's just a kind of a way to understand everyone's got a kind of normal way they operate. And God's wired each of you uniquely. So be considerate mm-hmm. when you're talking to a friend and you kind of know that, hey, this is a sensitive subject for them. Um, be careful how you approach your friends and what you talk about. You know, the Bible says in Proverbs 26, it says this out of the uh, Proverbs 26, 18. It says, like a maniac shooting flaming arrows of mm. death. You should read the Bible. There's some funny <laughs> things in the Bible. I read this, I was like, oh my God. Yeah. Like a flaming, yeah. so he's, he's doing this, he runs in, he's flaming, shooting flaming arrows of death, is one who deceives their neighbor Wow. and says, I was only joking. Yeah. You know, I'll tell you, like one of the things God, dealt with me early on when I planted the church yeah. was I felt like I was too sarcastic. Yeah. And maybe if you haven't hung around me that much, um, maybe like, man, I didn't know pastor was that way. Um, but I used to be very sarcastic. Yeah. And I just felt like, man, how can I, how is anybody going to take what I'm saying uh, seriously when I'm getting up and preaching yeah. if I'm always like undercutting what I say? And it's yeah. that same thing, man, in friendships. Yeah. You know, if you're just like, man, if you're, teasing somebody, because like in every little bit of sarcasm, there's a little bit of truth. Yep. And uh, anyway, so I just, I thought of that with that verse. Yeah. You know, as I think about all these kind of ideas, you know, I wish I could tell you like, I model this perfectly. You can talk to all my friends. I feel kind of like, you know, as we're closing, I feel like as you think about your, your inner circle, Yeah. there's probably a couple things that you might feel, and maybe we share this feeling is, there's been times where I've just longed for that friend. Yeah. You know, like where it's like, I don't know if I have that person in my life. There's been seasons. And can I just tell you, sometimes being around a lot of people mm-hmm. can actually be lonelier because you're around a lot of people, yeah. but not everyone knows what you're going through. And you long for a friend that could be constant, yeah. that can have that candor, that can have that, you know, especially during COVID. I mean, how many of us were on Zoom calls, we're talking yeah. on the phone, we're, we're connected, but we're not really known? Yeah. And so that makes me long for that kind of friendship. But you know what the second thing it makes me kind of feel, if I'm being 100, yeah. is I can kind of feel shame sometimes. Yeah. Here's why. I'm not always that friend. Yeah. There's times where I feel like, man, God, I don't know if I'm that friend to people. And so what happens is the enemy, if I'm not careful, can use that and to bring shame. And what it does is it actually creates more isolation mm. because I go, well, if I can't even be friends with these people, yeah. I don't want to try it again. I'm just, it's just going to yeah. be us four yeah. and no more. So I, I think one of the things that 
God's shown me in this last season is that in order for me to be the friend that God's mm -hmm. called me to be, I need to tap into the power that Christ offers me, yeah. which is acceptance, which Amen. is love, which is the friend that sticks closer than a brother. Yeah. Jesus ultimately, he didn't just die on the cross so that he could yeah. forgive your sins. He died on the cross so that he could call you friends, Amen. so that he could break down the barrier between God and humans and erase the sin so that we could have a right relationship, a right friendship yeah. with Christ so that we could go and do likewise. Yeah. Well, and Pastor Adam, I would just ask, would you mind praying for us and giving people an opportunity to know Jesus today as a friend? I know there's many people watching. Maybe um, as you were tuning in, you, uh, you sent this video to a friend and said, hey, I want you to watch this with me. Join in, watch church online. And maybe you tuned in today and you know that you don't have a relationship with Jesus. Can I just tell you, that's what God cares about. Yeah. Church isn't about religion. It is about relationship. When I'm telling you life is better with friends, your life will never be the best it can be unless you know Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, unless you have a personal relationship with him. So if that's you, you're watching, you're saying, I, I know I'm far from God. I can't say that about my life. Or maybe you're watching, you're just, I need a fresh start with God today. Would you do a couple things for me? Would you just click that button that's in the chat right now? Or if you're watching on a, a different platform, just type in the chat, Jesus, and we want to pray for you. We want to know who you are. And Pastor Adam, would you just lead us in a prayer and praying for everybody who needs to make that decision today? Yeah, I'd love to. If you wouldn't mind, bow your heads. I want to pray for you right now. God, I thank you so much for what you're doing. I thank you for this opportunity to share this word, God. And ultimately, 2020 was such a rough year for so many of us. And right now, I just feel like there's a, a reset button hitting yeah. right now for us relationally. Yeah. So many of us have felt isolated, disconnected. And I, I really believe, Lord, that you created us for community. Mm -hmm. And Lord, when we're separated from people, Lord, ultimately it hurts, it hurts us. It, it, what it does is it strains our soul and anxiety and depression and worry will fill our hearts. And so for right now, Lord, I believe someone is watching. And if you're watching this right now, just I want you to do me a favor, just in your mind, in your heart, I want you to just lay down that fear, lay yeah. down the anxiety, lay down the depression and just give it to Jesus. Yes. He wants to take it from you right now. Some of you yeah. are watching, Lord, they know you, God, but Lord, it's been a season of it's been a hard season. God, would you help them to cast all their anxiety upon you yeah. because you care for them? And for those of you that don't know Jesus, I want to pray for you. I pray right now, God, that you would help those that are watching, that are just hurting, God, longing for, for togetherness, God, that you would give them a, a family of, yeah. of people that love you and yes. love them. So right now, if, you, if that's you and you want to really enter into a relationship with God, I just want you to to just really just say this prayer. Some, say something like this in your own heart. Just say, God, I need you. Yes, God, God I, want, I you. want you. God, I want you. God, I ask that you would forgive me of my yes, sins. God, forgive me of my I've sins. I've fallen short. Fallen short. And today, I surrender my life today to you. I surrender to you. Thank you, Jesus, Amen. for Amen. saving me. Amen. Well, hey, if you just prayed that prayer, that is the best decision you can make. We want to celebrate with you. And I also want to tell you to get in a group. You can't follow Jesus for yourself, or you have to follow him for yourself, but you can't follow him by yourself. So you need people in your life. We wanna help you with that. We have online groups. 
And if you love Pastor Adam's message today, if you loved having him with us, would you let him know? Go find him on Instagram, send him some encouragement. We can't wait to have you in person. Or it's not just on video. Yes. So anyways, thanks so much for joining us today, Velocity. Can't wait to see you next week for part two of Life's Better with Friends. <laughs>